Israelites, they were healthier and better nourished, which means something to prove to them, to show to them that this is right. He also gave him a reward, a gift. He said he gave them understanding and knowledge, and Daniel could understand and interpret all kinds of dreams and visions. The church subscribes to it, submits herself under that jurisdiction, and then you see false prophets, false teachers, false apostles, falsehood without asking any question. Hallelujah. The message today is entitled The Kingly Diet. And our reference scripture today is going to be based on the book of Daniel chapter 1. Daniel chapter 1. And it says, In the third year of the reign of King Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. The situation was that when Nebuchadnezzar attacked, he besieged. And then the Lord delivered the king of Judah unto him. And not just that, plus some articles from the temple of God. Isn't that so horrific, precious people? He's saying, this he carried off to the temple of his God in Babylonia and put in the treasure house of his God. Small g, his God. That sounds like blasphemy. Sounds like abomination. Did somebody hear me? He says, verse 3, Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, king of his court officials, to bring in some of the Israelites from the royal family and nobility. Young men without any physical defect. The other thing he says here, handsome, showing aptitude in every kind of learning. Well informed, quick to understand qualified to serve in the king's palace do you see the benchmark he set up the screening mechanism screening for recruiting recruitment he's saying this that not only did he go besiege attack besiege and he saw the most important implements the things to take and he says he took consecrated articles of worship and guess what when he took them their master been look this is the temple this is the altar of sacrifice and there must have been a storehouse where those which are not in use are being kept when somebody brings a special golden gift unto the lord a beautiful golden article of worship they put it or they made new ones all special ones for rosh hashanah special ones for yom kippur whatever the special for special worship functions there must have been other extras in the treasure house of jehovah and there must have been those currently in use 
And so they took plus the other extra and he says they went and did the same they put into the Babylonian temple. <laughs> into the Babylonian temple. And then they now took the extras and put in the treasure rooms of their God also. Hey, They said like it was in Jerusalem we do it here. Did you understand this story here? This is very big here. But now listen to this now. After doing so, he says, now go ahead and bring me some young men. Um, those who are from the royal family, of nobility, no defect, handsome. <laughs> he, he really used a standard. Huh? He raised it actually. That must also be handsome. And he says, showing aptitude in learning. Well informed, qualified. When you look at them, you know, this must have been from the royal family. Why did he target them? Let me explain to you. When you are in the army and you attack, you besiege and attack and take over, the next question becomes, what else? Because this enemy, we know how virulent the enemy can be. Vicious, ferocious this enemy can be. And that was now Babylon speaking about Israel. They know how powerful Israel was. How mighty they were. But the question was then, what is it that we can do to them that can make sure they never rise again? Did you understand me? Why? Because normally, after they leave for some time and so forth, it is going to be those who came from the royal family that always rise up and take authority and say, guys, hey, are you aware that this is not Jerusalem? Are you aware that we are slaves here? How come now you are intermarrying, you are intermarried, you are settled here, you are beginning to enjoy life here? Guys, let us return to Jerusalem! Did you understand why you targeted them? Only those who have inheritance to the throne to the crown ha, I know you're beginning to see the church but hold on first listen to this now he says if there is going to be any hope for these people in this conquest here ha, that hope is going to be from those who have inheritance to the crown who have inheritance to the throne they are the ones who rise up and mobilize and say, guys, revolt and we are leaving now. We are going back to Jerusalem. <laughs> Catch these things. This is powerful. The thing is this. That's why he targeted the young men of noble descent. Those who are inheritors. They have inheritance to the throne. Oh. And he says, if I can catch those from the royal family. <laughs> the devil is so cunning. You see the few things he does to them. When he gets them now, look at what he does to them. Then he says, he was to teach them the language and the literature of the Babylonians. Ah! <laughs> Did you understand now? 
You are beginning to see the intention of the devil here. I mean, let me first talk Babylon here. And look at what he does. The title of our message. But first of all, look at what he does before we get to the title. Verse 5. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years and after that they were to enter into the king's service. He said, it is not enough to change their language and literature and they are still eating the food of Jerusalem. They are still Israelites anyway. You must change their diet also. Once you change the diet, then you got them to be Babylonian now. Now that one is now critical. That one actually the most sensitive right now. We are what we eat. You are what you eat. So when they began to eat the Babylonian food, then there you go. Now they were transformed to Babylonians. I'm moving on with you. Verse 6, he says, Among these were some from Judah, Daniel, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Look at this now, what the eunuch did. The chief official gave them new names. Listen to this now. Where did the rain start beating the church from? And he says, verse 7, the chief official gave them new names. To Daniel, the name Belshazzar, and to Hananiah, the name Shadrach, to Mishael, the name Meshach, and to Azariah, the name Abednego. Verse 8 is where the rain began to beat us from. But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself in this way. Do you understand where the rain started beating you from? Daniel, he was in captivity. He had no rights whatsoever, no rights. Huh? Daniel had no rights. In the midst of that, there was food now. You can imagine pan-fried pork, the shrimps, the lobsters, the snails which are, which are roasted, some are eaten cold. Some of them, they put them on what? On ice with chili and salt on it. The eggs which are sunny side up. You eat an egg and you think, am I eating it raw or it has, uh, did this thing touch fire? And Daniel said, no. I will not defile. I refuse to defile myself in this way. Are you understanding me? But Daniel resolved. Did you hear the word resolve? Daniel first resolved. Made a resolution. A resolve. He said, beyond this I don't go. Resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself in this way. (laughs) 
listen to this. Daniel resolved and refused to defile himself and look at what he did. He went to Ashpinaz and he told me, can you please give me permission? <laughs> Allow me permission not to defile myself in this way with this royal food. <laughs> that is so powerful because how do you go to ask for such a permission? Daniel refused. The question is this. Why has the church not refused? Why didn't the church resolve? Why hasn't the church asked for permission from the eunuch of the king of this world? Didn't I tell you where the rain began to beat us from? Daniel said, no. In Jerusalem, we never ate this at all. I will not allow myself to defile myself with this diet in this way. Why then did the church simply subscribe to that diet? And when I came, I came like this to the church. Globally, I came like this. I'm going to tell her. Open the door. <laughs> Terrified. Why? Because I found the church busy eating the kingly diet. And what horrified me is that she appeared to enjoy it. I saw her in Europe eating the same diet. I saw her in Kenya, in Africa. She was eating the same thing. Why didn't the church ask the eunuch from the throne of the king of this world? Because the king of this world also apportioned, did you understand? Apportioned a kingly diet from his table, by the way. He was in charge himself from his table. And he said, send it to her to eat it. Why didn't the church contest that diet? Why didn't the church object to it? Resist it? Did somebody hear me? Refuse. Deny. Refute. Whatever. And look at what happened. And he says, verse 9, Now God had caused the official to show favor and sympathy to Daniel, but the official told Daniel, listen to this now, I am afraid of my Lord the King who has assigned your food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young men of your age? The King would then have my head because of you. Let me explain this. He's saying, that when Daniel refused, you know the way you say and they say, you see that? He said back to him, he said, hey, you are going to look worse off than this young man here. Your surrogates, your contemporaries, your age mates. Why do you want to look so worse like that? Because the king has assigned the diet, he will simply cut off my head. 
he will have my head on a platter, a plate. Because I will have disobeyed. Listen to this now. I hope you see the church. When the king of this world assigned the church a diet, can I give one example of the, of the menu, the entry courts? The entry courts in that, it's called entry court, right? He says, no. For your sons and daughters to be normal, they have to date. They have to date. Dating is allowed. You know, there's an age when they have to date. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's normal. Oh, my son these days spends more time with that girl. Oh, yeah, it's normal. Because that's normal how they grow. That, that means your son is normal. So for him to be normal, they have to date. Do you understand what the king of this world has prescribed? He has built a model. He has built a model, a paradigm based on his system, his menu. That if you will not eat the diet prescribed, you will look worse off than the rest. And Daniel said, ever since my mama gave birth to me, I have never defiled myself with pork like this. <laughs> Babylonian pork. Uh, and there's no, in Israel, it's not, it's not kosher. In Jerusalem, we only eat kosher. The food which is kosher. Kosher. K-O-S-H-E-R. Kosher. Kosher. And that food, that's why all over, wherever the Jews live, whether it's in New York City, whether it's in London, wherever, the chief rabbinate, the chief rabbinate, the rabbinate, the chief rabbi has to certify the food that this is kosher. Which means this is certified, the Jews can eat this. And here you are now, raised and brought up since his mama gave birth to him. Raised and brought up in Jerusalem, on, 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 on Jerusalem diet. Eating well, without defect, formed right, walking, statured, knowing his bearing towards Jehovah. And now he was told that there is shrimp here. There is pork here for you. Even some snakes are actually not poisonous. We eat them here. Oh yes, oh yes, snakes. Even dogs are slaughtered and eaten. And cats. Wells and all these things. And the long fishes, very long. A fish is long, you think it's a snake. They say actually that one in Babylon here, that's a delicacy. If I give it to you, I have loved you. In fact, that's expensive. They say, actually these shoes, these shoes with this real snake skin, the real snake skin, the shoes of women, eh? these ones are most expensive. Did you understand this entry code in the menu? And the church did not dare to ask for permission not to defile herself. Did you understand me? The church did not bother. Did you see where the rain began to beat us from? Daniel resisted. And when he resisted, what did you see? God's favor and sympathy. So the Lord is saying, Oh, listen to me, precious people. I am not saying that you do it. I am just saying 
that I'm testing your heart. That if your heart be willing, then I'll do the rest for you. He's saying, if your heart will be willing, then leave the rest to me. I will step in in a mighty way. I can give example of somebody. He was in a workplace and something did not go right, which is not his mistake. But he had warned the company very early that there is this which might happen because he's in leadership, right? And he said, why don't we pursue these people? And then they said, ah, no, don't worry. No, don't pursue them. It's, it's not even your business. Do your work is this, do this. But he said, but if something will happen, it's my docket. You see that? And then something happened. And when it was now the day to go and appear before the directors and so forth of the big company, eh? you call it the day of judgment. Eh? <laughs> you understand? And you know, other people had gone, the subordinates, the lower people had gone. Eh? Each one is giving his statement what he knows. You understand? And when this person went there now knowing uh, I am the big fish, uh, they are going to fry me today. Because I am the one now supposed to have taken responsibility and what? Even if I warned them before. You understand? But when this person went there, trembling, you know what I'm saying? Trembling, you understand? Shaking now. Eh? Because you know today the axe will fall and whichever side, you understand? The director said, oh, welcome, welcome. Uh, thank you. Can you sit with us on this side so we can interview these people? <laughs> I cannot believe that. <laughs> Where you are supposed to be in the dock, on the other side of the criminals, eh? Now they say, sit with the judges here so we may be able to judge. <laughs> that is God. <laughs> and they say, in fact, we are planning to promote you. Only God can do such big things where you are supposed to be on the criminal's dock. Now you're sitting with the judges again and you came trembling. <laughs> He's saying, once your heart is willing, the things I can do is I can move mountains and do things you cannot believe. <laughs> you understand? He's saying, when Daniel showed the disposition of his heart, towards standing with God, refusing defilement, refusing abuse, refusing and rejecting sin, and saying no. But in Jerusalem, we never ate pork. Neither did we eat small snakes, which I'm told are not poisonous. In Jerusalem, we did not even eat the fish, the mud fish, right? Mud fish, which is smooth skin, no scales. We only ate fish with scales, according to the Bible. And he refused. And once he rejected, then look, God's favor and sympathy befell. This is what he says here. He said, I am afraid, I'm afraid of my Lord the King who has assigned you your food and drink. Huh? Huh? Why should he why should you see you look worse than other young, your contemporaries? Other young men of your age. The king will then have me slaughtered. He will have my head because of you. 
Yes, and you know Babylonian kingdom is brutal and cruel. So they say, verse 11, Then Daniel said to the guard, whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Hazariah, verse 12 is what the church did not do. Please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and tested them for 10 days. Uh -uh, just a moment, just a moment. Just a moment. I think we are not communicating. There, in fact, there is a misunderstanding going on right now between me and you. Why? Why? Because he's saying that Daniel went ahead now to the God now. To the God who was saying, overruled, give food. The ordinance of the king, don't tamper. Overruled, give food. What? No, but they're saying, you give food, excuse me. Give food. Okay. He said, please, why don't you test us? Daniel asked for 10 days. How come the church of Christ never asked for 10 days? How come the church of Christ did not ask for 10 days of trial? Did you understand? How come the church of Christ did not say, please, just Please, just allow me, please, please, just, just help me, help me, just, just give me only ten, please, only ten days, please. And based on that, I agree now. After that, I agree. If I look back, then I now agree. Treat me as you want. You see that? And treat us according to what you see. And look at this. After the ten days. At the end of the 10 days, they look healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food and, of course, drank the royal wine. So the God took away their choice food and wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables instead. To these four men, young men, God gave... Ah, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I have, to, I have to clear the misunderstanding between me and you. Can you imagine? Look at this now. When they said, just allow us 10 days. Because you have said that the model system, the system that has been designed at the table, the table of the king of this world says, the young men have to date. It says, for things like crabs, and lobsters, you know, they look like scorpions. Lobsters, you know, and pork, you know. Your body needs these things to grow. That's the model system that he has designed over there. And he says, if you don't do so, you look worse off than the rest who have done so. Did you understand me properly there? Because the king of this world has designed a protocol, a procedure, a paradigm. That fits you. 
the church and says for the church to be normal no we are living in the modern days there is freedom today ah, there's liberty for those in fact there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus and there is liberty by the way there is abundant liberty for those who are born again so why are you trying to be legalistic and uh, and uh, literally you are becoming abusive to this young girl in fact this is an abusive parent parenthood yeah? because the king of this world has designed it and you say no but as far as i'm concerned we did not do things like this in jerusalem and so i am asking can you just allow me 10 days and try me out test me He says, at the end of the 10 days, they were healthier and well, more well nourished. So you can defy the model. Eh? You can defy the model. So the king of this world has presented a diet and he says, if you don't eat it, you look worse off. Kumbe, the church just needed to be sober and say, just a moment. But in Jerusalem, we never had this diet. How come we are now all subscribing to it and enjoying it? We need to return to Jerusalem. That's what Daniel was saying. Daniel, in fact, by refusing the diet and asking for the Jerusalem diet, Daniel was saying that how do you expect us to come to a strange land and worship in a strange land? This type of worship. These are now the keys. Daniel was saying, but we never worship like this in Jerusalem to begin with. And number two, the Jerusalem worship is not like this. We worship differently. How do you expect us to come to a strange land and begin to enter that worship? And yet we are made for Jerusalem worship. Did somebody understand me properly? Daniel, by refusing, was saying that you people, he was telling the Israelites, even the church, by the way, I'm coming to the church. He's saying, you people, I know we are in Babylon. I know we are in captivity. I know we are in slavery. But at some point, at one point, we will have to retrace our path and return to Jerusalem. At one place, at one point. We will become sober and say, you guys, actually me, I'm headed home. Come what? Huh? Did you see that? Because he says, after the 10 days, they looked much better, healthier, and better nourished. Kumbe, the devil is a liar. That he has put together a model. He said, no, um, today, you know, homosexuality is normal. Okay, you, how do you feel as a black person? You are born black. And then if you came here, we told you that blacks cannot be pastors. Will you be happy? And then they say, that is how homosexuals feel. Because they are born like that. Because there is actually a study that has shown that it's in the brain. The other part of the, the anatomy of the brain of this side is different from the rest, the heterosexuals. So it's really, they are born like that. That's what the king of this world has designed. And when you dare refuse, then the Lord steps in and says, by the way, he was right. She was right. Did you understand? Ah, you people. 
listen to this now. Daniel was saying the following. Is it really fair to get the children of Jacob and take them all the way to a strange land and change their names? Give them different language. Give them another literature to read. Another, another. Did somebody hear that? Not the Bible, the book of the Lord. Another literature to read. And then sit them on the table to eat that food. That kind of worship. This is where the protestation began. This is where the church should have also resisted and asked for 10 days. And said, guys, can you just give me permission? Tell the eunuch that is coming from the throne of the king of this world. And then, can you just give me 10 days? And I prove to you that it is right. Yeah? That is where the contestation began. The refusal. And that is where the rain began to beat the church from. She did not refuse. When I came, I yelled. You remember the yelling? In horror. Why? Because I found her eating and actually looking like she was enjoying it. Oh, yes. I said, how can pastors be in sexual sin and really present themselves as though the status quo is what they prefer in that sexual sin. The king of this world has presented a diet to the church. He has told them that deception is an entry court. But the thing is this. The church subscribes to it, submits herself under that jurisdiction, and then you see false prophets, false teachers, false apostles, falsehood. Without asking any question. Did you understand this? Now listen to this now. Daniel refuses and looks better. And because of that, God rewards Daniel. The Lord looks at the disposition of Daniel's heart against sin. The positioning of his heart, the way he positioned his heart, refusing sin. What is the Lord saying there, first of all, before I move on? He's saying, therefore, none of you has an excuse to say, you know, I was vulnerable. You know, I was forced. I was just forced. I was forced. You see that? I was just forced to sin, to lie. You know, it, 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 it was nini. It was difficult for me at that time, you know. Excuse me, this is captivity. And it, it's oppressive. It's, it, this was tyrannical regime, a cruel and abusive government, this government in Babylon. Hmm? And the Lord is saying that once your position is right against sin, he will now come and reward you. Because look at the way he rewarded Daniel for the following. He rewarded Daniel for refusing to submit to the kingly diet. Look at the reward. Look at the reward. Before I got the consecrated vessels, look at the reward. And he says, huh? verse 15, at the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier, number one, and better nourished, number two, than the young men who ate the royal food. So the God took away the choice food and the wine that they were to drink 
and gave them vegetables instead. Now listen to the reward that the church should have gotten. This is what the church is supposed to have gotten as a reward for her refusal to submit. Do you understand? Because to submit depends on your will. This is what she was supposed to get. Look at this. He says, to these four young men, God gave, number one, knowledge. Number two, and understanding in all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could, could understand dreams, visions, and dreams of all kinds. He's saying the following. He's saying, the power of refusal. He's saying that when Daniel refused, not only did Jehovah protect him with the favor and sympathy of God over his life in that condition, but also God raised him up to fulfill the Jerusalem model in Babylon so that he was healthier and better nourished, which means manifestation, something to prove to them, to show to them that this is right. But number three, he also gave him a reward, a gift. He said he gave them understanding and knowledge and Daniel could understand and interpret all kinds of dreams and visions. Now you understand that? He could now understand and interpret even now higher more. Even dreams and visions, now you'll be able to understand. Out of refusing the kingly diet. You see that? But now listen to what the Lord did. As Daniel was walking out, look, walking out now from this conversation with the Lord. You see that? Look at this now. From this conversation, Daniel is walking out. It is done now, right? And as he's walking out, look at what the Lord does. The Lord now does this. When Daniel is walking out, he says, better health. And all these were given here. Healthier, better nourished, understanding. Even dreams and visions. Say, even dreams and visions. And as he walked out like this, say, even you, Daniel, you will also have your own dreams and visions. Did you understand the reward? The cascade. The exponential. Did you understand? The cascading of the blessing. The Lord said, now, not only will you be able to understand and interpret dreams and visions, but even to you now, I shall give dreams and visions. And, and what a mighty reward as he's walking out. And guess what? As he's stepping out, say, and you'll be able to interpret even yours. <laughs> Did you understand the hyping? He said, will, not only will you be able to understand and interpret dreams and visions, but also you will have dreams and visions. And by the way, for your own information, eh? yes, you will also be able to interpret your own dreams and visions, my son. Did you understand it? That is where the rain beat the church from. Because you can imagine how much more the church needs at this hour to have understanding, knowledge and understanding to interpret the dreams and visions of this hour. You can imagine. I'm going to walk with you what Daniel received because of one thing. There is very deep. I'm going to walk with you on the other things that Daniel received, the other rewards he received. For what? For refusing to submit to the kingly diet. So now today I believe that we are what we eat. Because 
if you teach your church some mediocre information, mediocre gospel, a gospel based on hearsay, whatever, a gospel based on some whimsical notions, you know, some unfounded rumors of the devil. You see that? And you preach that to the church. They become that. They become that. Which means you're feeding them on that. But if you refuse and begin to feed them on this Jerusalem diet here, and you tell them we shall only have vegetables, the green ones. I mean green. When I say vegetables, I mean green. And you make it clear. And clean water. So they don't bring any other type of water. Clean. Huh? And then they become, they are what you feed them. Huh. Do you see the reward of Daniel in this conversation? Daniel was having a conversation with the Lord here. And look at how the Lord rewarded him for one single thing. To do what? For doing what? Refusing to submit to the kingly diet. Did you understand the real catch word for the church to enter the kingdom of God? Is to say no to that diet. To refuse it and reject it. And refute it. And object to it. And contest it. And protest unto it. So if you look at what the devil, let me summarize for you, what the devil had set out, how he had set out to dismantle the church. I mean, I'm talking about the Israelites. I'm coming to the church shortly. Look at what he did. He first attacked, number one, to attack. After attacking, he besieged. And I told you, when he besieged, he spied. To find out what is the most important part. Like when, for example, if I was a commander in the military and uh, I besiege a city, the first thing I would do is find out where are their communication towers located? In the airports. And I will knock out. I will knock out the commun communication gadgets so there is no communication. In the major highways, I'll knock down the bridges using some, some smart bombs, laser-guided missiles, and tomahawks. And I'll send strike aircraft with very sharpened, well-trained pilots who are trained since they were 14 years, became pilots, and they were the treasure of the nation, just groomed for that event, like they do in Israel. Those are special strike pilots. They're always on duty. 24 hours they're waiting. Whether they're at home, they're waiting. When they're on duty, they're inside the aircrafts, studying the airspace. Anytime a message can come, go! Huh? So if I were the commander of an army, that's what I would do. I would, I would sharpen some few young men who are just on standby 24-7, January to January, until Messiah comes. <laughs> you understand? And their work is to take off at one second's whistle. To take off and head to the enemy, they enter to 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 to, to, to they call it to invade that airspace and to shut down the communication system across that country as they enter the next country. And when they go there, they have a particular target. The communication towers knock it out. And when they knock out, they come back into the airspace and refuel in the air and head back there and strike again. And after that, come back and land back safe at home. I've seen it in the dream. It will take place in Iran. As they pass through a country, they jump, they mess up the communication system. 
and they go and accurate with, with what we call the laser surgical accuracy. They strike the facility. They go back repeatedly, strike it again. And then they come back and mess up the communication system of the country they're crossing and then land back safe at home. And they say, and all the aircrafts reported back to base safe. I would do that. No, I would do it. And you see, that's what he did. He found out, how do they communicate? They say every information they receive is at the temple. On the notice board of the temple. He said, then let us invade and strike the temple. Yeah, then we've disorganized their communication. They cannot mobilize. You immobilize them. And once they are immobilized, you can now do whatever you want with them. Huh? So the first thing is attack. Number two, besiege. Number three, spy. Number four, demolish the temple. Number five, consecrated vessels. That's loot, 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 take away. Take away some of the most important gadgets that they might use to reorganize a mobile communication system. <laughs> Nobody heard me properly. <laughs> you see, get those gadgets that they might use. You might find that, oh, they have moved worship from Jerusalem. They are now worshiping in Jericho. <laughs> they took away all the articles and they established quickly worship in Jericho. And the Lord is helping them again. So take away those gadgets that you think they can be used to quickly put together a communication gadget in the field. Where? <laughs> this is it now. The truth now. <laughs> you see that what he did. And then he says, royal family. Target those of royalty. Those who have inheritance to the crown. They always have unique ability to mobilize quickly and restore the nationhood of that kingdom, right? Number four, seven, change names, change their names. Huh? Number eight, change their food. You know, once you change the names, nobody can identify them anymore. You send them among the Israelites in Babylon, they say, who is this one? Is this Mishael? Huh? He has another name altogether. Actually, you cannot identify him. You cannot associate him with that which was inbuilt in him as a redeemer to you or deliverer, whatever it is. The church too. Huh? The devil has besieged the nations. And the church is the only one that has inheritance to the crown. To the throne. If there is going to be any kind of redemption and deliverance of the nations, it is going to have to come from this house here, this church, this royal priesthood, this royal family, this royalty, nobility. I am not yet there. Change names, change food, change culture. Under culture, there's literature and language. Get them to start reading different things, not the Bible. And that's why today they are reading. Uh, I am now actually reading a book. Eh? It says the psychology of Paul when he reached Jerusalem. <laughs> he says the philosophy of Apollo 
when he conquered Thessaloniki. Whatever. Eh? Because he has besieged the nations. Homosexuality is now normalized, has become normal. And enshrined, ingrained in the legal legislature, legislations of nations. And he's saying that that was his plan, his protocol to invade and dismantle, disarm, and finish the kingdom of Israel. Huh? Do you remember the standards he gave? I'm sure you made a list of the standards. When he said, find for me those in the royal family. And then he said, no. But you know the way refugees like to tell lies. Eh? Use the following standard to measure them. This is the litmus test, the acid test. Hmm? And with this test, you can see whether someone is telling the truth. And he said, number one, of course, royal. Number two, they must be noble, nobility. Number three, also young. But number four, without defect. Number five, handsome. Number six, aptitude. Number seven, learning. Number eight, well informed. He is saying, look at how the devil is choosy. <laughs> you think the devil is going to say, let me go to the bar now. I'm going to win people there. I'm going to attack those people in the nightclub and win them. I'm going to fight them until I win. You think he's going to do so? He will look for the most enlightened because those are already marooned. And he says he also wants the well-informed. Kumbe, the devil is choosy. Ah. He chooses, right? Because he's saying, he's saying, he wanted people like that, well-informed. Ask his care. Papa! The first one was the shot. The second one was return fire. He will tell you even. He said, 300 meters from here. Ah! The devil. Eh? He was looking for very well-informed people with the information. If you ask them, do you know that uh, yesterday the Nobel Prize for Literature was given, for medicine was given four days ago, and they gave the person who was working on receptors? He said, oh, I haven't even known that. I said, hey, but the prophecies are being fulfilled in the, just in your news. <laughs> are you aware that the earthquake I talked about coming to Venezuela took place yesterday? The Gulf of Venezuela. The earthquake I spoke to a few days ago. Four days ago. Are you aware it took place? Oh, I've not even known. The devil said, I don't want that type. <laughs> I want the well-informed. Sharp. They're sharp. They're smart. You said they know what it is. Hmm? Which means he's looking for the enlightened. If we have received the knowledge of the truth and been enlightened, the enlightened. Who is the enlightened? The church. He's talking about the church. The church is the most enlightened. He's the well-informed, by the way. They know why things are happening in the world right now. The church is the one which is well-informed. Huh? So, he's going to attack only the church. Nobody else. Listen to this now. 
Daniel was saying the following. Is it really fair to get the children of Jacob and take them all the way to a strange land and change their names? Give them different language. Give them another literature to read. Another. Another. Did somebody hear that? Not the Bible, the book of the Lord. Another literature to read. And then sit them on the table to eat that food. That kind of worship. This is where the protestation began. This is where the church should have also resisted and asked for 10 days. And said, guys, can you just give me permission? Tell the eunuch that is coming from the throne of the king of this world. And then, can you just give me 10 days and I prove to you that it is right. Yeah? That is where the contestation began. The refusal. And that is where the rain began to beat the church from. She did not refuse. When I came, I yelled. You remember the yelling? In horror. Why? Because I found her eating and actually looking like she was enjoying it. Oh, yes. I said, how can pastors be in sexual sin and really present themselves as though the status quo is what they prefer in that sexual sin. The king of this world has presented a diet to the church. He has told them that deception is an entry court. But the thing is this. The church subscribes to it, submits herself under that jurisdiction, and then you see false prophets, false teachers, false apostles, falsehood. Without asking any question. If you know that this message has touched you, and you know that you are not right with the Lord, you are within the same bracket of those who have committed the sin so grievous, pornography, lasting at women in the streets, the tight trousers that show their bodies in the church, tight skirts that show their bodies in the church, immoral dressing essentially. All these things I've talked about. Lukewarmness. If you know that this is you, please repeat this prayer with me. Say, dear Jesus, I repent today and reject sin. Lead me into righteousness. I receive you as Lord and Savior. Please protect me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If you have said that prayer, behold, a new day has begun with your life. The Bible says you become a new creation before the Lord. And begin reading the book of John. When you got the Bible, read the book of John. Begin with the chapters on the book of John. John chapter 1. Read the entire book of John. The message of salvation. And the Lord will help you walk in the Holy Spirit, change your life, throw out the things that constitute sin, contamination, pollution, 
yeast in your lives. Even as a pastor, it's time to clean up your gospel. Clean up your church. It does not matter whether they try to leave the church. Don't change the message. Continue to preach the message of the kingdom of God. The message of the blood and the cross. Shalom. Todaraba.